0: Ladies and gentlemen of The Jury, welcome to episode five. We made it. We're uh, here in Redmond again. It's the 14th of August, the great year 2021. And we're pretty much entering what is now going to become a regular a norm. And uh, it's the fifth season that's going to be introduced to our, our calendar year. And it's, I'm detailing it as smoky hell. Season It's going to be in between summer and fall, and it's just going to consist of weeks of terrible air quality. Fortunately, the air quality went down from, like, 200 this morning to about 140 right now over here in Redmond. But if you look on the map, it's pretty shitty anywhere, like, east of Bend and anywhere, like, south, like, Lapine area and all of eastern Washington, a lot of eastern and southern Oregon. California is, of course, just one big campfire, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty hairy. We took a little mission earlier today to go into town, and we were out and about for maybe half an hour, an hour, and that was, that was fucking enough, but um, yeah. yeah, I wanted to cheers you really quick. We're at the bottom of a 12-pack of Corona. Last of the Rona's. Last of the Rona, which is officially the, the official sponsor of life for the rest of of life the beer forever and ever um today we're gonna get back to kind of um jumping all over the place we're not having a central theme but uh we are gonna detail a few things i was gonna list them here and then we're gonna get into it uh first we're gonna briefly cover the world naked bike ride that just went down today earlier today Then we're going to get into the new gadget or relatively new gadget that has been introduced to us through advertisements. That's kind of intriguing. It's the Amazon Halo. After that, we're going to touch on this kind of interesting crypto news um, involving uh, kind of just the government adoption, different government agency adoptions across the world. After that, we're going to touch on a couple interesting space news topics. And then, to kind of wrap up, we're gonna go over some uh, new music that's dropped in the last couple of months since Brandon and I saw each other, and um, and give you guys our ten cents, or two cents, maybe one two, anywhere in between, somewhere between ten and two cents, and um, yeah, I'd say let's just get right on into it. London was the scene, but it was kind of a global event that went down. And just reading from the Daily Mail here in the United Kingdom, hundreds of riders stripped off and peddled through the streets of London today as part of an annual campaign for cyclist rights and body freedom, as well as a protest against the global dependency on oil. Wearing body paint and trainers and little else, scores of acti- activists bravely took to their saddles to take part in the London leg of the World Naked Bike Ride. Uh... Many of the many of the riders cover their bodies in glitter, painted slogans and fancy dress. Uh, and there's also plenty of bystanders lining the streets to watch the group cycle past, many with their smartphones and cameras at the ready, which is hilarious because this is accompanied by a f- fucking picture of a dime piece with her tits out with a fat dude with his camera just like posted on the corner. <laughs> right oh my there. god. It's pretty cool. Um don't know if there's much to it than that. Uh, they expected. Let's see here. They're they're expecting about a thousand people to kind of come together. They there's multiple start points. They all kind of get together and go onward in their merry way. And um, I imagine I could see Portland getting down with this too today. Maybe they may have done a little. Do they not do any naked bike rides? No, they do for sure. But no. I think they must just take any opportunity they can. <laughs> Just the other day, about a month ago, I was on my way over. It was a Friday night, and uh, I there is a large gathering going on at the park next to my apartment. And couldn't tell exactly what was going on until I got up close to it. But my dead giveaway was a man in his 60s, completely nude with his hammer swinging, like jaywalking, like count, uh, <laughs> cockeyed across an intersection like holding up traffic <laughs> getting to the park to getting to the drum circle where everyone was coming and then bikes were just coming in all directions and I uh I was bummed that I had prior um plans because I would have yeah, been yeah you weren't invited no dude everybody's invited
1: I just didn't get to the memo. yeah
0: it was like a full moon thing like there's a full moon that evening and so it was like a full moon
1: wait so this was in like after the sun had gone down,
0: um, it was like uh, the sun was going
1: down. It was late, late afternoon, early evening. You know. Well, can't you walk around like can't even ladies walk around? Titties out, tits out, or in Portland? Um, I don't know. I thought that was. Yeah, I'm looking that
0: up. I mean, it, it's not. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, it, there may be stipulations. There may be like, you know, certain times or dates or, or like areas you can and can't. I I don't know. But I mean people get away with just pissing on the walls and shitting everywhere. I so. mean at this I
1: guess maybe if <laughs> at one point it had mattered, but now that there's no way that's enforced. Like yeah they got way too many other problems. They're, they're trying they're trying to keep City Hall from burning down. Yeah, yeah. All the halls. But they don't like ad blocker.
0: So that's kind of a fun little uplifting deal. People are still getting out there and and swinging their dongs around and
1: <laughs>
0: and letting the labias fly, you know? So I'm fucking stoked to hear that. I'll get up, I'll be a part of it someday. I, I feel ashamed that I haven't gotten there yet. But, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much everything on that topic. Moving on to the Halo, which uh, this is a little bit of a dated kind of coverage from a year ago. But it's, it marketed itself as a fitness band and app that scans your body and voice, mm-hmm. which sounds kind of scary.
1: At first, yeah.
0: Um, of course, they're going to make it seem like a nice, friendly, like, harmless thing.
1: Well, even the friendly commercial doesn't seem, I mean, it's a little, it comes across as, like, you know, harmless. But, you know, it's keeping track of, like, your attitude throughout the day and like yeah. how you can correct it, like, correct it. Like, who's to say, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll just read from here. It says,
0: the lack of a screen on the Halo band is the first indicator that Amazon's trying to carve out a niche for itself that's focused a little less on sports and exercise and a little more on lifestyle changes. Alongside cardio, sleep, body f- body fat, and voice tone tracking, a Halo subscription will offer a suite of labs developed by partners. Okay, there's short challenges designed to improve your health habits, meditation, sleep habit, getting improved, starting up basic exercise routines. It's not a medical device.
1: No, it's like a little Fitbit, but yeah. a little more, uh, intense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a sensor module on a band clicks into itself. Um, and you need kind of your phone, your phone acts as the display. Right. Of course. Uh, The band lacks increasingly standard options like GPS, Wi-Fi, or a cellular radio. Another sign that it's meant to be a more laid-back kind of tracker. But they're using the word tracker. It has an accelerometer, temperature sensor, heart rate monitor, two microphones, an LED indicator light, and a button to turn the microphones on or off. But do
1: they actually turn on and off? They never turn off. Nothing ever turns off.
0: The microphones are not for speaking to Alexa, by the way. They're there. For voice tone feature. There is explicitly no Alexa integration. I have a hard time believing that. Uh it communicates with your phone via Bluetooth. It should work equally well with iPhones and Androids. Um uh, blah blah blah. Looking there looking like they're running about a hundred bucks and then, then it's like a monthly subscription after that.
1: Um, <laughs> a monthly subscription. Yeah.
0: Just it, another thing. It's separate from Amazon Prime and everything, nice. of course. Um, nice so basically then it breaks down into two different features body and tone um, body scans work
1: with yeah. your camera
0: uh, scanning it, it your takes body. four photos front back and both sides uploads them to Amazon servers where they're combined into a 3D scan of your body that's sent back to your phone the data is then deleted from Amazon servers okay Never. once you have the 3D scan Amazon uses machine learning to analyze it and calculate your body fat percentage that's funny um, Amazon argues that body fat percentage is a more reliable indicator of health than either weight or BMI. Uh, Amazon also claims that smart scales that try to measure body fat using bioelectrical impedance are not as accurate a- as its scan. Um, once you have your scan, the app will give you a little slider you can drag your finger on to have it show w- what you would look like with more or less body fat. Wow. Trippy. It's like, it's like making a I'll photo. Photoshop you. So yeah, uh, the feature is meant to be educational, and motivational. It could also be literally dangerous for people with body dysmorphic disorder, anorexia, <laughs> or other <laughs> self-image issues. Where are you reading
1: that from? Is that this the... is
0: the um, The Verge.
1: Oh, I thought it was like its own website. I was like, that'd be weird for them to say that. No, like... no,
0: this is kind of an independent take.
1: Gotcha. It
0: seems like a pretty decent, inclusive kind of yeah. article. Um, yeah. It says that there's safeguards for those things. It recommends you only scan yourself every two weeks. It won't allow the slider to show dangerously low levels of body fat. <laughs> so scary.
1: What the fuck? Uh,
0: finally, although anybody 13 years of age and up can, can use the Halo Band, the body scan feature <laughs> will only be allowed for people 18 or older. And then the tone of your voice is the second main flagship feature that they're going off yeah, here. Yeah, that's, which the, is that's one that freaks
1: everybody out. That's what everyone's all freaking out in the comments about. Okay. Yeah. That was
0: the one that kind of had my uh, eyes eyebrows raised when I saw the ads. Well, yeah, it's a little and odd. It says the microphone on the Halo band isn't meant for voice commands. It said it listens to your voice and reports back on what it believes your emotional state was throughout the day. If you don't opt in, the microphones on the band don't do anything at all. Once you opt-in, the Halo app will have you read some text back to it so that it can train a model of your voice, allowing the Halo band to only key in on your tone and not those around you. After that, the band will intermittently listen to your voice and judge it on metrics like positivity and energy. It's a passive and intermittent system, meaning that you can't actively ask it to read your tone, and it's not listening all of the time. You can also mute the mic at any time by pressing the button... Um, Amazon's quick to note your voice is never uploaded to any servers and never heard by any humans. Instead, the band sends its audio snippets to your phone via Bluetooth, and it's analyzed there. Uh, It says it, immediately deletes the voice samples, blah, blah, blah. It picks up on the pitch, intensity, rhythm, and tempo of your voice and then categorizes them into notable moments that you can go back and review throughout the day. Some of the emotional states include words like hopeful, elated, hesitant, bored, apologetic, Happy, worried, confused, and affectionate. Um yeah. And then I guess the last little section of here is just kind of going over data privacy. Um, it's innovative uses of applied AI. They're likely to set up any number of privacy alarm bells. It's being Amazon says it's being incredibly careful with user data. Uh and it and emphasizes that your Halo profile is distinct from your Amazon account. It seems like there's some good safeguards kind of in place with trying to remain anonymous. But, I mean, anybody that is skeptical about, gov- like, you know, corporate overreach or just, like, um, um, surveillance or anything like that, they're going to be fucking, it's not, you know, they're going to take three seconds to decide that this isn't for them. Yeah. I don't know. Uh it seems like a harmless enough thing. I'm not really going to be on board, but it was interesting. It, it got my attention multiple times. Every time I saw the ad, it made the ad made it sound pretty scary, and I thought it was also like actually more intrusive than just kind of some of those things. But um, I'm, you know, obviously this is just like a phase one. Like this is like the rollout one. Like what does
1: Model Five do exactly? You know, like. It's, today it's telling you like if you're being a cunt at noon. Yeah. Tomorrow it's telling you to shape up by three. Yeah, <laughs> right. And then it's telling you to buy some
0: some different products the next day.
1: Yeah. It's
0: doing some fucking
1: sabotage on you. Oh um, yeah, no. I don't know. It's kind of cool. Nothing that we have super strong opinions It'll about. I'll tell you that you're not living good enough to s- satisfy Lord Bezos. Yes, Lord Bezos. All bow.
0: To him and his $300 million yacht. Um, With the two helipads? Two helipads, couple pools, fucking movie theater. You know, they're partying.
1: Is it him or Elon Musk who has, whose yacht has a yacht? That's Bezos, yeah. So that that's the yacht that has a yacht? I believe so. That's a little boat that comes inside yeah. of it and then they party? There's like a whole
0: like archway towards the back of the boat that has that like you don't go in uh, parallel, you go in like perpendicularly. Like you kind of go in from the side of the boat, and it's like a tunnel that goes all the way through th- to the other side. It's 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 pretty cool. It's pretty hairy. Um, but yeah, nothing. Uh, Let's
1: park it at Saint Little John. Yeah, right. Or <laughs> Little Saint James. Is that yeah, Saint Lil James? Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, uh, for a butt. Folks, for 3 99 a month, you can get a fucking Halo subscription and you can start living a more uh, AI life, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Getting into the next topic is uh, a little bit on some crypto. Oh, and I actually don't have the article in front of me here, Brandon. So I guess I'll let you kind of just take it for here.
1: Yeah, what so you in the world of crypto, you know, there's been some new developments. There's been uh, some countries that, you know, some would say have failed economies. I'm not saying that, but some people out there would. But, you know, they're not doing so good, and they um, have looked to other means to help supplement their fledgling economy, so like uh at the beginning of the summer, El Salvador had adopted Bitcoin as one of its official um like adopted currencies like it's as legal tender as whatever their dollar equivalent is. I actually don't know the name of that, but so that's been real exciting i um but I guess the next big one is Nigeria is possibly looking at adopting it. And as we know, you know, if we look at a map, Nigeria is a lot bigger than El Salvador. Okay. <laughs> and um, I, I imagine the population is a lot higher as well. So maybe we could fact-check that. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, the um, point with that is that's kind of big news, you know, because um, crypto is not tied in with any country's uh, economy in any way. And so it operates completely unchained to that. And so there's people that can't even get bank accounts, right? Like, they're locked out either due to they don't make enough money or they can't even have, they don't even have a job, just all, just whatever the shit situation they got in. So if you can't even open up a bank account, you can't really get a leg up and save your money yeah, but you everybody get... most everybody at least like close to 50 percent apparently in these countries have cell phones anyone with a cell phone can
0: yeah, have access to crypto the bank's
1: right in your pocket yeah and you can be part and of the economy at any way. time right there and so that's why it's a big deal because it kind of helps pull them out of poverty um there's just been a lot of headway made with that uh there's like they're like making like uh essentially like bitcoin banks like vaults you know they're starting to dish them out kind of in their own sort of unregulated bank sort of way but that's kind of the point of crypto anyway is that it's on the blockchain so all that information is viewed uh, viewable by anybody so it's just a lot more transparent than any um like bank exchange that there would be but
0: yeah and I, I I got the numbers on those countries Nigeria's sitting at 201 million and El, El Salvador is not even hitting 7 so it's a sizably bigger country it's,
1: yeah so population-wise. that would be a huge leap for you know people are talking about like countries like Venezuela that are also hurting things like that that should excuse me everyone that should adopt that <laughs> um, you know it, it it's probably not gonna get anywhere into like a developed country, uh, like the United States, or even like some big player. Yeah, yeah. I mean, something that's so entrenched in banks already, you know, and that has obviously we have like corruption going on, but um, it's not on the so blatant and transparent level as like say like yeah these. Third world developing countries, or I don't even—is that even right to say third world? I'm not sure where we. I don't said. even know if that's even. it that might be racist. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm I'm seeing that with Nigeria, looking like they're fucking sitting at about 33 percent unemployment. I'm not saying El Salvador's third world, by the way, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know where you just me. I mean, it's hard to it's easy to compare any random country in the globe to like America. Like, they're going to be... Yeah, I'm just a dumb
1: American. Things. I don't know shit anyway. Like, yeah, that's okay. But yeah. but, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, you know, there's a, uh, there's companies that are trying to um, undisclose their Bitcoin holdings, too, here in the United States, which is pretty important. You know, kind of would like to know where this... I mean, it's a finite supply of those coins, so it would be good to know where it's all going. True, true. Um, the whales, <laughs> yeah, the whales. Buy—they're the ones that are causing the dips, the dips and the bumps. But uh, that's okay. There's always, that's you know they're they're basically the hedge funds of the cryptos, you know. So that's that's gonna happen. But buy the dip yourself, and everything's gonna be okay. Yeah,
0: I'm just. I'm seeing this here. The, the crypto economy can help Nigerians who lack bank accounts deal with many of the challenges of international trade. Crypto transactions are growing rapidly. in Nigeria, which already already embraces the internet, the crypto ban issued by the Nigerian Central Bank prohibiting commercial banks and payment providers from dealing with crypto entities is encouraging a young tech savvy population to embrace crypto for the first time.
1: Um, yeah. It's just a good foot in the door of... I mean, it's, it's a hard for like most people to understand, but like a lot of these people can't even like start saving money, like because because yeah. their money's worthless. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> I'm
0: seeing that now. The Naria it's it's depreciated Narnia? by, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's appreciated by over a hundred percent since 2015. Damn. Um, yeah. Investment in cryptocurrencies is emerging as a leading investment outlet and means of preserving we- wages and wealth. Yeah, no, it's it's like a hail mary,
1: you know. In uh-huh. a lot of ways, obviously, uh-huh. people
0: are taking big chances and.
1: Oh yeah, I mean it's shit. pretty volatile. I mean anywhere. But what it's a
0: better, it, it speaks to how bad things are some places in some economies, where they're willing
1: to go with this like crazy fucking at left field shit. Yeah. If just like... just 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 remember one doge equals one doge. There you go.
0: <coughs> oh, no, excuse me.
1: We're smoking on some
0: hemp wrapped um, smokables here. Never done never had those before. I don't think. Is that what that is? Yes. Yeah. There we go. It's delicious. Yeah, no, it's not bad. But okay. Okay. I guess in the crypto world, uh, that's about all we got for now. Besides, things are doing pretty well. We're gonna be watching the watching this bu- bubble close, and uh, seeing if we can't hang in there a little bit more. Now it's time for space, space news, space, and uh, we got a couple of little things. We got some reports, you know, some intelligence from out there in the the great abyss, you know. Uh, we'll start with the doozy first and then move on to the maybe more impressive one. But the the, the hype news from a couple of days ago is that uh, they're having a little bit of a sampling fiasco. And I'm reading from fizz.org here. And uh, yeah, the rover, those guys, it's called Perseverance, kind of an ironic name, uh, came up empty this time and tried to collect... It's first core sample on the Red Planet to come back home to us. Um, Data being back last Friday showed that the roller drilled to the proper depth of nearly three inches. Pictures of the borehole looked good, but it quickly became clear the sample tube was empty. Since then, engineers have determined the rock was not strong enough to produce a core sample, and the small powdery fragments remained in the hole or ended up in the cuttings pile, or both. So the rover is moving on to the next sampling site in its quest for signs of ancient Martian life. It should arrive there by early next month. Uh, Imaging by the rover and its companion helicopter, Ingenuity, I guess, (laughs) uh, shows the sedimentary rock should be much better for sampling there. Um... They're they're optimistic, those astronauts and space scientists, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it reminds me yet again of the nature of exploration, she says. Dude. Luis Gironda, chief engineer of Perseverance's sampling campaign. That's like
1: some uh with Bruce Willis. I have no idea. Independence day? <laughs> I'm just <kidding>. Oh yeah. It's
0: <laughs> not it's it's not really like that, right? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, she goes on to say, a specific result is never guaranteed, no matter how much you prepare. Funny. So she, the NASA looking to collect 35 samples in this decade. That's their target goal. Is they want to get 35 Ziploc-sized baggies of dirt. Probably not even that much. Who knows? I fucking don't know. There's a couple of pebbles. It's a lot. Trying to get it back here, dude. It doesn't sound like it's happening. No, bro. You fucked <laughs> up. It's not the first time that a Mars lander will run into ground resistance. A German digger on NASA's insight lander failed to burrow more than a couple feet far short of its target. The clumping soil didn't provide enough friction for the heat measuring device, and they gave up in January. Okay, well, that's the fuck up. The cool the cool story is that's also new. NASA just sent one of the world's smartest slimes to space. From pop- Popular Science, the blob, formerly known as Pseuderaum Polycipellum. should have had you read these. You were good at those fucking Latin shits last yesterday. Oh, you give me too much credit, dude. I mean, I just made a mess of it there. That thing—it's a type of single-cell slime mold. It's fascinated scientists for years. It can heal itself, smell and find food, and even solve mazes. It also has more than seven hundred sexes. Nothing smarter than me, <laughs> dude. No kidding. And it literally looks like it looks like roots to a small plant. It's yeah, just this it looks weird like a little slime. moss, little blobs. Yeah, like a
1: little yellow mossy blob. Yeah, dude, it's neato. Uh,
0: on Tuesday, NASA launched its Cygnus cargo spacecraft, set to arrive at the space station tomorrow, hitching a ride is uh 8200 pounds of materials holy shit designated for scientific experiments aboard the space station including this fucking gloopy slime mold uh once aboard the blob will undergo a week-long experiment run by the european space agency to see how the mold's behavior changes in microgravity school children 10 to 18 all over europe will be following along damn i guess we're not in on the joke just really, Europe? just Europe? What the fuck? Just Europe. They're going to see how the slime compares on the ground. Oh, okay. Fucking one they're, of your own, Bob. Dude, that's what they're doing over there in Europe. They're going to try to compare what it does versus what the fucking one up in space does. Just to make a better one still. And right, I'll just kind of finish it with the, like, I guess they're, the this, the the mission plan of this whole deal... Our aim is to investigate the effect of microgravity on slime mold behavior, especially exploration behavior, but also growl- growth. Um, the real main objective of this project is to engage kids in interesting, exciting scientific experiments. Damn, so that's the lengths you have to go to to fucking entertain a kid. Is <laughs> you got to take something to space and put a fucking camera on that shit. And then kids care. All you have to do is put in Fortnite.
1: Yeah, like, I guess kids will
0: care. Yeah, that's true. They sh- they'll, they'll have a fucking mold, slime mold skin. <laughs> yeah. That shit now. Damn, bro. I'll have a dance called the Blob, dude. Yeah. So that's that. You know, I don't know how much you guys
1: like space or how much you like space, Brandon. I love space. You like space? Yeah. And I didn't know about that until you told me. So I was, I was glad to yeah. find out about that. Yeah. What What would you
0: do? Uh, what was a, What would be the first thing you did if you got on the fucking space station? Like, what would you try to
1: do? Jerk off, Brandon. There's children <laughs> on the space station. There's children listening. Fuck them. Not like that. Whoa, Brandon. No. We're getting a, we're getting ourselves in trouble now.
0: Yeah. Kid, fuck your kids. The jerking off be would be kind of cool, I guess. Yeah, sure. I'd probably like. Are you kidding me? It'd be the best. I would probably want to play with some water or something. <laughs> right. Yeah, just like sl- smack it some like water, clap some water between my hand. Like a I little. don't think
1: they let water on the space station because it it could hurt the the wires. How do they fucking drink, dude? What do they drink? Just dirt? They have to. I think they do, but they have to be very careful. Like they drink, they use the little camel packs, right? But when they like, brush their teeth, I've seen it. It's like comes out like a little gel, floating gel, and they have to yeah. be very careful. Yeah, I think they'll get in trouble if any water gets away. Damn. Well, it's probably just because it's like a
0: very viable resource. Like
1: That's a very too. limited
0: resource. That's like Dune book. Dune. Like you can't just get it fucking soaked up in some bullshit on the wall.
1: If that even would happen. I don't know. <clears throat> uh, if you could, I, I was having this conversation with the coworker the other day, but if you were given the opportunity, just like you could pay a, A reasonable amount of money to go into space would you what's reasonable i don't know just like like let's say let's uh, let's sure let's say like 200 bucks in like 20 years we get space flight down to like 200 bucks you can like a plane ticket but it's like a cheap plane ticket you can sounds like a good dream go, go like kind of floating around in space yeah yeah i mean you want to do the zero g plane sometimes I would do that yeah
0: I would yeah I think you only stay in zero g for like 30 seconds
1: or something but I, that'd be pretty crazy feeling I would do that for sure either yeah. that or one of those wind tunnel things you know what I'm talking about yeah but yeah um bro Tyler the creator took one of those in
0: the, uh, <laughs> took one of the uh, VR into one of those oh shit and did some crazy shit just like I've f- seen t- it
1: flipping around the VR yeah Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) he was trying to imitate like floating through space Uh, so he made this like weird VR that'd actually be really tight yeah you need more than 30 seconds
1: sometimes though
0: well no he did it just in the wind turbine thing gotcha yeah pretty cool so that's space that's all I know that's space let's get into our final endeavor here and that's uh some new music mentions, yeah it's been, it's been an exciting time for some musics, yeah, I mean, pretty especially much, in the hip-hop world, yeah, I mean that's what all we got right here is six different hip-hop albums, mm-hmm five one of them's't even out technically, so yeah, but yeah something Brandon and I share in our friendship is is an interest in keeping up with music, kind of broad ranges we have a good amount of overlap, but we have a decent amount of um, variation too, and uh, included in that overlap is just some of this sweet hip hop that's been coming out in the last couple months. And uh, I don't have these in, in order of when they release, but we'll just kind of go down the list, and we're gonna say if we like them or don't like them, or a couple just a couple quick remarks about them, I suppose. Um, start off with Tyler Creator. I think it's the oldest one on the list. Yeah. Call me if you get
1: lost. Have you heard it? couple oh, times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like it a lot, actually. More than, um, I think, more than Igor. Yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. On my, like, third playthrough,
0: um, I finally started getting the vibe of it, and I've been really admiring
1: his performances lately. It's just a little bit more of, like, what I want to hear from him, because I do appreciate the Igor and, like, Flower Boy stuff. Mm-hmm. It's really good for him to, like stretch his artistic wings on that you know yeah but i kind of want him to go hard sometimes and that's what comedy if you get lost has yeah some of those hard-hitting tracks and it's got some like like what's your name that's a good that's a good slow jam i like that all right all right yeah yeah yeah. so it's kind of got a good 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 spread it's good kind of has a mixtape feel to it so that's kind of fun too
0: yeah i think it's it would be it's a good continuation of flower boy I think, uh, obviously, he wasn't going for the same, the same direction as on Igor, but you can almost regard Igor as maybe its own kind of thing, too. It's not really in a hip-hop discography. Barely hip-hop, yeah. yeah. So, like, it makes sense to kind of round out and add on to his uh, hip-hop discography with this. Just mm-hmm. kind of a more matured, but still lots of energy. Good features on there, too. Lil Wayne
1: shows himself again. Right. Yeah, yeah. A lot Uh, of people do. It's got a lot of good features on it, which is fun. Yeah. So,
0: so it's a recommendation from Brandon and I both to get into that one. Get the passing grid. Mm -hmm. Um, Next one is a self-titled project from Vince Staples. I think it's like his seventh album, eighth album. Um,
1: it's only it's pretty short. It's only like twenty-two minutes. Uh, but. mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's kind of, like, my problem with him been lately is that he likes to release these 24-minute-long albums. You know, the last time he had, like, a real long album was Summertime 06, which is, like, over an hour long, which is yeah. pretty epic. I, I ca- guess I uh, Madonna was that.
0: short, but the rest of them were m- mostly full-size kind of albums, I think. Not F- F- m- long F-M-L ones, was but... 22
1: minutes. Big Fish Theory was, like, 30 minutes. Oh, shit like 32 minutes or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So he's just, like, doing, like, the real tight, real quick, which is fine because I think it sounds really good. Um Yeah, I really liked it. We listened to it today, and I really liked it. Um, yeah, no, I personally do,
0: too. I think it... If it would have had a couple more tracks that fell in the same line as it, it would have been an
1: easy, like, favorite or second favorite of his. That's what I'm saying. It movie. needs to be, like, longer. Yeah. It's like, maybe, that's what, maybe that's what he wants. You know, he's trying to, like, leave you wanting more. <laughs> I suppose there might be a little bit of psychology going into it. But it's got good momentum to it, nice flow, and hopefully he's working to, like, release, like, another album real soon because sometimes he takes a while. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I wouldn't... I'm not getting my hopes up for that, but he'll, he'll do a couple singles. You know,
0: he is... He stays kind of current with singles every once in a while. Like He has a, a bunch of singles. Yeah. But, okay, yeah, that's another one. that I think that one might be my favorite on the list. My second favorite is probably the next one, is Air Rashad, The House is Burning. This one just came out, like, two weeks ago. And we just listened to it earlier this afternoon. Um, And, yeah, I, I don't think... It does fall short, I think, of a... Uh, of a son's tirade, but...
1: Yeah, it's still super solid, and it's just just kind of a little bare, like, in, like, even, like, I think the lyrics department, like, there's not a whole lot going on there, except for the features, a lot of the features come in pretty strong, but Isaiah himself is kind of pretty laid back for the most part, Um, definitely a couple songs he goes in on. For the most part, he's doing like a lot of ad libs and stuff and just kind of yeah. like chilling over the beat, which is cool too. It sounds really good, but yeah. It sounds just a little disjointed.
0: Yeah, just a little lacking in passion maybe. Um, Dur- there was, I'd say
1: like just direction, just lacking yeah. in direction. Like he's just, I don't know, yeah.
0: There was some real emotional shit on Because there's
1: there. energy, there's good energy on yeah. it. It's
0: just, I don't know. There was nothing nearly as emotional as a few of those tracks on Sun's Tyrade though. That, like, really, like... Or even bullshit. Sylvia's demo, which is pretty... I, mean, that's, I think that's my favorite one. Yeah. No, solid. I I recommend it also. Um, Fantana was saying that uh, there's a lot of weight on this album because Top Dog hasn't put out a whole bunch of shit in the last... You know, a
1: few years, that's been, like, super solid. So, like, this next wave. Yeah, the last thing was, like, Schoolboy Q's album, which was barely decent, I thought. I didn't hear that at all. It's decent. But, But, yeah, TDE isn't what they used to be. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: So, now it's just up to the GOAT Kendrick to fucking throw something down in the coming years, hopefully soon. We just watched his Nardwar interview from 2012. Yeah. And that Turns was a big. good time. Some trippy classic Nard- Nardwar in his normal form of, of being
1: incredible. Uh, so would you recommend that one, though, to people? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good listen. Mm-hmm. I would definitely recommend it. It's worthy. Nothing wrong with it exactly, like that's offensive or anything like that. So it's good. Word. I'm thinking for you, it falls short of the next one, which is uh, King's Disease 2 from Nas. Oh, yeah, that's that's my favorite one on the list. Okay, That's uh, kind of a special album, just that Nas is even making good music at this point in his career. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, he's on his, like, third leg, really. Because he, yeah, he, he, he ruled it in the 90s. Kind of started falling off at the later 90s. Picked it back up in the early 2000s, and then now he's... He has, like, one album, like, early 2010s, like, 2012, I think. And that's a pretty well-respected one. Which one's that? Um, I believe it is called Life is Good. Okay. And that one's kind of, like, more of a concept- conceptual album, apparently. It has something to do with, like, I think he had a fiancé or something that was leaving him, something like that kind of like a heartbreak zoom in st- on heartbreak yeah kind of like a more like story driven sort of album it's not okay. like a collection of songs really and that was kind of like one of the first times he did that and then he came back uh, a few years earlier with Kanye produced an album for him which honestly isn't the greatest thing ever what was that one called? Nazir. Oh. so it's like his name um, but it's just kind of a quick seven song, real quick album that was all right. But just the, these King's Disease albums that are back to back, you know, it was kind of interesting that he came back with a sequel a year later. Like the original King's Disease came out last year. Yeah. But um, now he's killing it. And it was, every song is solid. And he brought back fucking Miss Lorne Hill, which is really cool. Yeah, that's my favorite <laughs> track. Yeah, that's my favorite track for sure. I mean that that's pretty unexpected, uh, considering she's been retired for years. So, good shit. Yeah, cool. And you like the First King Disease too, or as well? Yeah, like they're. I think they're pretty neck and neck. I think I think what I've seen on the internet, just looking around, is that people like King Z's 2 a little bit more. But I think they're both pretty con- pretty good quality equally. So, Tight. Yeah, yeah. I'd recommend that one. A couple of plays. It was cool.
0: Um, the guys at the ranch had it on the other day when we were all kind of working around. It was it was a good play. Mm-hmm. Eminem, is back, and that, that was a pretty cringy moment for me, <laughs> just personally. Like, but um, it wasn't quite there. Yeah, yeah. There's like a bunch of like Christmas references in his bars, <laughs> and I I can't do that. Too much, but yeah, the plays that I had with it were real pleasant, and I'll go back to it. I'd recommend it. Mm -hmm. The next one we either both of us are kind of met on. We also just listened to it earlier. It's the J Cole, the Off Season.
1: Yeah, I Um, mean, there's definitely some parts where he was going in, as they would say. Yes, one would say. I would agree. But I'm still not. I think it, my problem is the instrumentals. It sounds corny. Yeah, it yeah. sounds really flat to me. I agree. And he's like, his voice doesn't mold with it right. I think is the problem. Uh, I'd have to listen to it again to like get the subject matter down. Mm-hmm. You know, see if that's correct.
0: Yeah, do you know, it does. It's not pushing any boundaries of like a. You know, it's not trying to sound like 2022 music. It's yeah. trying to sound like
1: 2000 and. 12th like music. 12th music, yeah. And he, see, it sounds exactly like he's doing his, uh, like he has 2014 Forest Grove, Hill, Hills Grove, or Hills Drive album, and, uh, which is a good one. That's one of the better ones. But unless he hits Born Center quality, I don't want to, I, 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 I'm just not going to be excited about it. Word, yeah, I don't have much to say either.
0: Um, I used to get down uh in like 2011 to um the fuck was that one called
1: oh man oh the, just like the cold world yeah, or, yeah it, the sideline got, uh, story yeah um what's that song with uh, the lights or whatever up. oh man yeah lights lights please yeah that's yeah. that's the one that one's sexy. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I jammed that a lot in between on my way to um, community college. Mm-hmm. Vibing down the roads to that. But I never
1: followed him after that very much. No. Yeah. <clears throat> People want to call him one of the goats, and I just don't see it. Yeah. Hot take, everybody. Yeah, hot take. No, I'm on board for that.
0: Um, yeah, I mean... I guess only you have much to speak about our sixth and final, and that's easy.
1: Oh, Kanye? I mean, what can I even fucking say? (laughs) Say everything. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed day and day after again. (laughs) Like, it doesn't end. Donda has not released, and we're all waiting. How many days as of this recording has it been since it was supposed to have been released? Like, I think coming up three weeks. Yikes! Yeah. But you heard most of the album at least once because you tuned in for the the party. Yeah, there was the first listening party, which was a pretty stripped down version of it, and then he just recently had the second listening party like a week ago, and it sounds a lot better. But the thing is, we all know it still sounded a little unfinished, and we all know that it's going to sound different when uh, it does eventually, hopefully, come out. The weirdest thing, though, is happening where people are posting these videos of like driving around in their cars and they're on the radio. Like, these are people like living in the South on the radio, they're playing songs from Donda. Like, I'm like, there's like there been four different songs caught in the wild being played on the radio, and everyone's wondering how the fuck. And like barely... and these are, like, big radio stations. Like, these aren't just, like, you and me fucking around on the Internet. These are, like, the big-time, like, in-the-city fucking, yeah, like, yeah.
0: Because like, like, yeah. they're trying to, I mean, if it is true, then they're probably thinking of, like, this is going to hype our fucking...
1: Yeah, you know. and so it's, like, there's no way <laughs> those are, like, bootlegged versions so it's well, kind of well. They might be bug-like versions that they're just trying to use to on the fly to fucking. Well, I, that's the thing. Is like there's no. Illegal, I don't think though. we don't think like how would they risk that? Yeah. Like it'd have to be something that's been approved by Kanye's right. camp, you know? Right, right, right. So it's like there's like some conspiracies going on. Like, he's just fucking with everybody so hard. And Damn. This album's good to go, but when's he gonna drop it? Wow, that's fucking hilarious! And, and if we
0: find out that later on that those tracks, he, he, they do, they do have the green light to play
1: them, and he was like, it was part of his little fucking scheme and shit or whatever. Yeah, I, man, I don't know. It's just, and this is like, he's always doing this. Like, this is like the fourth album that he's done some weird rollout, but this is definitely the weirdest one I've witnessed. What were the other ones? Well, it started with the life of Pablo back in 2016 um that took like a week to roll out and he dropped it immediately he did a Saturday night live performance and then at the end of the last song he told everyone it's go, go to Title. it's streaming on Title. go right now and Title is this at the time it was it's like Jay-Z's Spotify uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and it was it was a, a Title exclusive for like a couple of weeks um and uh yeah it was just like some unorthodox release you know It was just like out of nowhere okay uh everyone was waiting for it and the weird thing is that he kept adding to that album he kept updating it on spotify because you, you can keep updating stuff it took like two months for it to get to the final version and you can't even like hear the original version anymore unless you go to like the pirate bay and find it on there somewhere that's hilarious. Yeah, like, what it sounds like on there now is completely different than what it was before. And then... That's a spicy one. He was kind of doing the same thing with uh, the Ye album that also kind of came out, I think, like, a week apart from the Kid See Ghost album. Those were... He was doing, like, parties out in Wyoming, doing, like, listening parties out there, and it wasn't released yet. Everyone was wondering when that was happening. So that was interesting, and then the last one was the Jesus Is King album, uh, that released I think randomly, like at like ten o'clock on a Tuesday or something like that. <laughs> nice. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So he, he's always just doing he, his. It's on Yay time. Yeah, he, yeah. He's not on industry time. We're on Yay time. Yeah, sure. Which <laughs> and he's not even part of his own time. No, no, he doesn't even know what's going on. Yeah, likely. So it's gonna be good in the end. It's gonna be a masterpiece from what I heard. It, it's gonna be good, but I wish it would come out. Like now. Now. Like yeah. I'm I'm gonna go check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Release it, Kanye. Now. Yeah, dude. Donda. After his his mom. Donda. Forever. Yeah.
0: Well, you'll have you can share your opinion next time. And Hopefully, yeah. And, I'll, and um, I have publicly been not really in the in the Kanye jam, but I'll give this one a I'll give this one its its due diligence.
1: I think it'll be worth it. Okay, it'd be a good one to jump in on.
0: I'm not gonna like it. But, I don't know, man. But I can't help it if I like it. But I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna still not like it, even if I do like it. Fair enough. Yeah. Right on. Word, everybody. That's been another installment of Earwax Radio. Thank you for listening.